today's information that I'm going to present to you is uh, something that's been that I've talked about on a couple of times uh, in a couple of different episodes, and today is the day. I'm actually going to talk to you about uh, what they call conscious competence. Now, it's the four levels of competence, and what it's going to do is it's really going to help you. I think it's going to help you. I know it helped me a lot to understand where people are up to and why they don't maybe uh, do certain things the way that you think they should do it. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi everyone, welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Uh, my name's Max, I'm your host. Uh, I'm the CEO here at Smith & Sons in Canada. And uh, I'm glad to have you uh, in the house with me. Uh, as usual, we want to get some really good information uh, to you and uh, your team to help you build a high-performance, uh, profitable business that we, you can build safely and securely, of course. Um, don't forget, you can uh, email me direct if you've got any qu questions. I'll try and get back to you uh, as promptly as I can. Uh, max at businessforbuilders.ca and I will, uh, I will try and uh, respond to your question really quick. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and if you've got some comments about anything that you see here, uh, that'll end up in my inbox, and I will uh, respond to your wonderful comment, which I do appreciate. Uh, good and bad, I know that uh, you know we're not always na hitting the nail on the head here, no pun intended, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we do our best here to try and provide as much value as possible possible. So uh, the other thing is the Facebook uh, group, the Business for Builders VIP Facebook group. Get in there if you're a good sort. Hit the join button and uh, if, you're, if you're a good sort, I'll let you in. And uh, it'll be a great, uh, a great uh, that, that's probably about community, collaboration, bit of camaraderie in there as well. And we just sort of started that off. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that uh, we can equip some of you guys and girls with some of the necessary tools. And that's another thing. If there's something that you're really crying out for, that's something that's a little bit vague or grey or not quite up where it needs to be in your mind, then uh, that's where you can hit me up on email. But, but, but look, I'd really encourage you guys and gals inside that Facebook VIP group to uh, just communicate with each other. I know there's a few questions and a few, uh, you know, things being asked uh, in that group, and that is what it's all about, guys and girls. So uh, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Okay. So um, today's uh, today's information that I'm going to present to you is uh, something that's been that I've talked about on a couple of times uh, in a couple of different episodes. And today is the day I'm actually going to talk to you about uh, what they call conscious competence. Now it's the four levels of competence. And what it's going to do is it's really going to help you. I think it's going to help you. I know it helped me a lot to understand where people are up to and why they don't maybe uh, do certain things the way that you think they should do it. Uh, and so what it does is if you, you've got a little, if, you're, if, you're, if you are a little bit challenged in the areas of patience, this, like I am, this might help you understand why uh, people are doing certain things. Um, and potentially, I would like to think that it would help you as an operator as well, because it will help you uh, understand perhaps where you're up to in the learning process in your life. Now, um, the beauty about this, when you hit, when this revelation of this information hits you, you will know that it never ever stops. As long as you are alive. You're all about learning something else, I would hope, at some level. So um, the list is massively long 
if you think about the last, you know, the thing that you did that was new and you sort of, you know, you understand that, wow, I, I don't, I'm not very good at this. Like if I, if you're not a guitarist, then that's a good place to start. If I threw you a guitar, you'd be, uh, you'd be incredibly challenged in just starting by yourself. So uh, the four levels of competence often referred to as conscious competence model, as the conscious competence model. Uh, it describes the stages of learning and skill development. So there's there's four points. I'll quickly run through them. Uh, this is probably going to be the shortest episode in the world. Um, point up, uh, you know, competence. Uh, the level of competence number one is unconscious competence. Number two is conscious incompetence. Number three is conscious competence, and number four is unconscious competence. <laughs> Um, so it's a little bit of a tongue twister and I've got to make sure that you're throwing the, the uns and the, the non-un words in the right spot. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to quickly drill down on each of those four and it will help you as a leader uh, for your team and your group and your business, but it will also help you in your own personal leadership and development. Now, just a side note, pivot slightly, um, we have the the, the five M's, when, when we're sort of thinking about, you know, what we do the, the, in the business, there's, a, there's this overarching macro, uh, you know, five M's, which is mindset management, marketing, mentoring, and mastery. And, uh, and what you're trying to do is anything that we do do, like, you know, on the weekend, uh, we'll race in go-karts. Um, you know, like I said, I play in a rock and roll band, so I was busy last night, uh, just learning how to play uh, Honky Tonk Woman. And so there's there's all of these things where we're always breaking into new areas. And if you're aware as to where you're up to, this can really help you develop and actually give you a little bit more patience when it comes to either uh, working with team to increase their ability and performance and also you as a business owner and operator and leader uh, it gives you, yourself some air cover and some slack to actually allow yourself to develop going forward. So the first one there is unconscious uh, incompetence. At this stage, a person is unaware of their lack of skill or knowledge in a particular area. They may not recognize that they don't know how to do something or that they have room for improvement. Now, <clears throat> this one is the most scary <clears throat> because what you've got, and look, um, you know, it's it's funny because I always I in my my I, I intuitively assess people off the back of this. I can watch somebody, uh, you know, swing a door, let's say, and know straight away they are unconsciously incompetent because the door gaps aren't right. The way they set it up is wrong. The wind on the door is wrong. Um, it's just done terribly. And unfortunately, they don't even know. They think when they look at the finished product, they think it's acceptable. But when I look at it, I, I really don't like it. Um, and so, you know, if you start there as a foundation point, uh, I think it, it. this is why when you look at it, you think this person has been in the game for a long time and they're, they're, they're challenged or they're struggling with something that we think, I think would be Carpentry 101, so what's happening? Well, there's they, they lack the self-awareness. Now, I don't know that it's that individual's uh, problem or I don't know that it's that individual's fault all the time because it really, like I say, I mean, I've got six kids, right? I've been married now for 20, 28 years <clears throat> this year. And, you know, uh, you know, I would always sort of subscribe to the fact there's no such thing as bad kids. There's just bad parents. 
but that's almost like it just flows down from the from the from the the, the generation before them. So <clears throat> we've got to be understanding that if someone is displaying that level of consciousness that is that is unconsciously incompetent, it's probably because they lack the the leadership or the training, uh, and maybe they do lack the the natural talent that it takes to. Uh, you know, put it together. So that really is the starting point. So, you know, it's like me when I was a first year apprentice, there is no question unconsciously incompetent across the board. Like there was, there, there was just, I was just probably cocking everything up and, and didn't even know it. And that's really what we're talking about. So um, if, if that helps you in your assessment, you know, of yourself in some cases, then of course, of people in and around your business, then I think all of a sudden you're going to go out there like you've got uh, X-ray vision goggles on, and all of all of a sudden you can actually understand the mechanics of of the humans uh, that are in and around your business. So that's good. Okay, so let's step up the next one. So we're starting to move into the positive realm now. Uh, point number two uh, of conscious competence is where they are consciously incompetent. Now, uh, you know, if we go back to the the, the door swinging analogy. Um, all of a sudden now, once you've run some, you know, pointers past this individual and said, look, you, your wine's not right. You're not addressing that up front. Your door margins are no good. Um, your trim margins are too big. All of a sudden, when they go and do the neither the next job or the next door, all of a sudden, they, they it's like the veil's been pulled off their eyes and all of a sudden they're going, okay, so now Max has asked me for a one-eighth gap and he's asked me for a three-sixteenth reveal. Uh, or if you're in Australia, New Zealand... Uh, that'll be a three millimeter quirk, although three sixteenths is more like one eight. That that just side note, the whole imperial metric thing, it just turns my head inside out. So um, uh, yeah, I'm to all the imperial guys. Uh, hats off to you fellas for able to do fractions because I did not start in school as a fraction person. But um, so when I'm talking to a carpenter and all of a sudden I've revealed to him how that I set a door up, you know how I go about setting my margins up, you know even the processes of just you know, creating those types of things or details in that process, but it doesn't now that he understands or she understands where I'm uh, or where they're deficient, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're instantly going to do it properly. Now that means they are still doing it wrong, but they are understanding where they're going wrong and now they're moving towards trying to correct uh, their deficiency. So that's a good thing. So uh, point number three, conscious competence. So this is where now you've got someone who didn't have a clue where they were really not necessarily doing a, a good job. Then you've got someone who who now is aware of where their deficiencies are. And now you've got into point number three, you've got conscious competence. And so this is where this individual now is really understanding. So um, Actually, I'll back up. Conscious, a conscious incompetence. I'll read that one out. In this stage, a person becomes aware of their lack of competence in a specific skill or area of knowledge. They recognize that there is something they don't know and can't do and understand the need for further learning or development. So that's where they're sort of starting to go, okay, I'm not getting this right, uh, but I'm aware that I've got to start learning. Point number three, conscious, uh, conscious competence. At this stage, an individual has acquired the knowledge or skill through learning and practice, but performing it requires conscious effort and concentration. Uh, they can demonstrate proficiency, but it requires focus and may not yet be automatic or effortless. And so, um, you know, that's kind of where I guess for me personally, outside of work, 
when I go and 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 start learning new parts, you know, for our our uh, Rolling Stones tribute band, uh, you know, for me, I am I am reasonable. I would say that I'm fairly unconsciously competent playing guitar. But when I've got to learn something specific and something like Honky Tonk Woman, where there's different tuning on the guitar. Uh, and I've got to, and then then there's certainly the, there's there's mannerisms and there's techniques that Keith Richards uses to get that sound for Honky Tonk Woman. Um, it really does put me back into this conscious competence. So I know that I can play the guitar. I've got a fairly good understanding of the fretboard and where it's at. Um, but I have to really work hard on listening to the original and then really reproducing the sound from effects rack and then also, um, you know, really working out uh, timing and my finger positions and things like that. So I am I am really, uh, you know, be, have, having to be very conscious. I've got to put conscious effort and concentration into it. Um, and I can, I've got proficiency there, but it requires focus uh, and it's not quite automatic. Uh, and 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 it's not very it's not effortless. There's a lot of concentration. So that's where, as a performer, um, you know, for me, I'm not ready to hit the stage because really, when when you're going to go and play live music, you really want to be in the unconsciously competent realm where you're not really having to think. It just happens. And so, of course, this is where lots and lots of rehearsal happens. You know, all that practice happens behind the scene and in my jam space so that it lays a foundation so that when I go out uh, on stage, I can do my part as a lead guitarist in that band and I do it unconsciously competent. So, um, and that brings us to our fourth point. So unconsciously or unconscious competence, this is the final stage uh, that is reached when a person has mastered a skill to the point where they can perform it effortlessly and without conscious thought it becomes second nature to them and they can execute the skill or knowledge with ease and this is often referred to as being in the groove and that really does apply to music because, you know, I spent probably two hours working on that introduction and that song and, uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to figure it out and so what you're trying to do is just the basics. You're just trying to figure out where what's the tuning and where do you, where do the, where's the finger locations, what's the timing, um, but it was funny by the time I got done, uh, it was in that realm where I thought, okay, I'm now starting to feel this and it's becoming very much second nature and it feels like I'm in the groove. So this is, this is a really sweet place to be. Now that, that unconscious competence has come from me. I've been playing guitar now for 34 years, like and on and off. And, and only really lately did I get time to sort of get serious. I opted out of a bunch of stuff when I was young. Um, and so really only now I've been able to, you know, I've got a designated space at home and I, you know, every so often, a couple of nights a week, I might just jump out there and really devote a couple of hours. It's easy for me to go out there and spend two hours a night. So about four hours a week uh, to, to really doubling down on and taking my, my conscious competence and converting that to unconscious competence whereby... I just know intuitively where to go and what to do and where to put my fingers and what song is in what key and that sort of thing. So um, being in the flow, being in the groove, uh, that applies to you want your team and your 
your operators, especially if you've got workers on payroll, but definitely as well as, you know, having good subs who just know, um, you know, we know when we're in the flow with one of our, uh, one of our trades particularly um, because they, they just go to job sites and they just execute. You can, you, what you're looking for, I think in your recruitment process, whether you're recruiting team, uh, you know, in-house on payroll or whether you're actually trying to recruit subcontractors, listening or watching and seeing how they go and go, are they, are they choppy? Or are they are they clunky or are they really just smooth and are they in the flow? That's really a good indication that you've got yourself a human resource that is unconsciously competent and that that is the piece to resist on. So I mean you really want to go for that. That's a you know really great. If it's if it's really hard for you to work with them. Now, if you're you've got to ascertain whether or not whereabouts you're up to in your business leadership, because I know there's a lot of guys that are unconsciously competent. In you know, on the tools out doing framing, but when you get those suckers in the office, oh my word! And I've seen this in the Smith and Sons group. They are they are just unconsciously uh, incompetent as it relates to you know certain things in the business side of things, in the business management, the financial assessment. They are now. Then there's guys who go, yeah, yeah. I I realize I am really bad at getting my books done or I don't look at my P&Ls on a monthly basis uh, and they know it. So what they're trying to do is they realize that there's got to be a lot of work put in. And so then they start really doubling down and, and activating different aspects of their life and reorganizing their calendar and making sure that they can focus on uh, what it is that they need to, to, to get into that zone where they are now unconsciously competent. And that effectively is, is mastery um, which is the fifth M of the five M's that we have at Business for Builders and Smith and Sons, um, because mastery is where you've got the mindset right, your management systems are under underway and and happening, your marketing is is on point, uh, just needing tweaks along the way. You, you've got you know some sort of mentoring and coaching. You've got something going on because I'm telling you, um, mentoring and coaching is the preface to mastery because. You, you, even if you go and learn guitar, but you don't have a coach in the room, YouTube can help you with that. Now, I'm not saying that that's how you should do it. Uh, side note, I'm not a very good guitar teacher uh, because I know how to do it. I'm just not good at transferring the information, so don't ask me for lessons. But, um, you know, mentoring and coaching is almost like that's, that's such an important ingredient. Actually, I only got a text from a guy on the weekend who's saying, hey, Max, how do I get in touch with you? He's, one of the, he's a local guy here, not in the Smith & Sons group. Um, but he's already reaching out saying, hey, I know I need help. So important because um, if you don't have someone telling you that your shit stinks, you might just carry on and think you're doing okay and then wondering why in 10 years you're not getting results. And so, you know, uh, faithful are the wounds of a friend. You've just got to find somebody who you can trust who's close to you that can perhaps uh, with love point out some of the gaps and some of the deficiencies in, in your process to help you grow. And that's why it's, it's, it can be challenging at times as a coach because sometimes we've kind of got to give a little bit of correction, um, very similar to being a parent. And I've been doing that for a little bit. Um, you know, it's, it's, and you're human. So you get frustrated as well as a coach and as a, as a mentor. But at the end of the day, we want to see growth and we want to see that safe and secure um, you know, increase in your life, in your business, really, uh, you know, against the individual that you are, because the more you learn, the more you grow, the more you earn. And so it's really important that we uh, get that sorted out. So in closing, these stages of competence can apply uh, to various areas of life from learning a new language, or like I was talking about playing an instrument, 
to developing your leadership skills uh, or mastering a professional discipline. Uh, progressing through these stages usually requires practice, feedback, and continued learning. So the minute I got into this position as CEO, all of a sudden the floodgates opened and I realized how much I didn't know and really there wasn't a lot in my past that was going to help me move forward. There was a little bit there, but it certainly was a massive learning curve and still is. There's still continued learning. So, uh, you know, I would encourage you guys and gals to not get beat down if you're not, you know, if things aren't working out and you're maybe not getting the traction that you need, but maybe it's somewhere in these four points here of, you know, unconscious incompetence, conscious incompetence, conscious competence, and unconscious competence Find out where you're up to there. And those four things can relate to different pillars in your life and different facets in your life and different things. Uh, and you can just keep reapplying this assessment tool to figure out, okay, where am I up to in, in that regard? So uh, hope that helps. Be sure to email me, max at businessforbuilders.ca if you've got any questions. Leave some comments and, uh, and uh, like and subscribe, all that kind of wonderful stuff. And don't forget to head across to the Business for Builders VIP uh, Facebook group, the private group there. Uh, hit the join button if you're a good sort. I'll let you in. And uh, we look forward to, uh, you know, building that community, collaborating with you guys and gals as much as we can and uh, really building these high-performance building companies. Go build a kick-ass business. I will see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.